Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 141 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. And I'm with my co-host, Mr. Kelvin Newman. Hello. Crowd go wild. <laughs> That's supposed to be clapping. Yes, and uh, in today's show, Mr. Newman, we are talking all about how to do correctly backlink analysis, or yeah. even backlink analysis correctly. Yeah, so what I wanted to talk about is that... So I'll start off by explaining what backlink analysis is, which is probably a good place to start. Um, I would agree. Basically, that is, there are a number of tools out there, the two most common of which are Open Site Explorer and Majestic SEO, which allow you to look at um, who is linking to you or who is linking to your competitors. So you put in a domain name, and it tells you they've got a 1,000 links, and here are those 1,000 websites that are providing those links. Now, that's interesting because it can help you understand why a certain website is linking. But there is a logic that if someone is linking to a competitor of yours, some of those people um, will be interested in potentially linking to you. Now, the simple backlink analysis is you take a competitor of yours, you look at who's linking to them, you work out why they're linking to them. Is it because there's money exchanged hands or they're owned by the same company or because they've done a great bit of PR that you can't replicate? You throw those ones out. You then look at all the ones who have provided editorial links, so it's on a links page or it's a you know a guide to your area, and you then reach out to those people. You find their email address, you find their phone number, you contact them and pitch them, and that can work, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's a you know time-consuming process, but if that's all you're doing for backlink analysis, I think actually you've missed the real opportunity in backlink analysis. Um, so I start off by um, really. When you're doing backlink analysis, you need to understand the links that are required. So I look at backlink analysis um, as helping me inform the link building strategy. So what types of links do you need? Um, And first of all, um, it's worth stating that I think a lot of people in search or outside search as well think about Google as being the enemy, right? And Google isn't really the enemy. What Google is is the referee. They set the rules. They set the parameters. And what your job is is not to beat Google but to do better than your competitors in the eyes of Google. If you imagine them as a bit being like a on Strictly Come Dancing, they're the judge, right? Mm-hmm. And what you need to do is get a higher score from that judge. Um, 
So, um, I'm a big fan of radar graphs as a means of kind of understanding where you are deficient in your backlink portfolio. Now, I've talked a few times previously about an idea I have called the VARVAR principles, right? Which I think a link building, a backlink portfolio needs to tick four major boxes. And if you're ticking all four of those major boxes, you'll generally do quite well in the search engines. Now, um, there's four areas of that. Um, They begin with the letters VA, VA, which is quite handy. Uh, But the first of those is volume, right? So the number of links that you have pointing at your site has an impact on how well you rank. That's pretty evident but it's, it's worth comparing yourself to a competitor and to the market as a whole on that number. There's also authority. Um, so authority is how trusted your links are, right? So do you have links which are credible, editorial, and from really trusted websites? You need to compare yourself on some kind of authority metric as well. Um, there's also um, velocity, right? So I'm a big believer that Actually, most people just look at um, those first two areas. So how many links have you got and are they trusted links, right? I think velocity is a huge influencer as well because velocity is how quick you're acquiring those links and relative to everyone else, at what speed are you acquiring those links as well? And finally, anchor text. Now, anchor text is a little bit more complex. It's more difficult to quantify precisely, but what you need to be doing is thinking about what are the words that people are using to um, link to your site because that has an impact as well. So I like to put all of these together, measure yourself against all of them on these four different areas, and then see where you're weak. Is it you have a low volume compared to your competitors? Or do you have a higher than average volume but poor authority? Or do you have do you compare very well but you've not got many links recently, right? And that's how you do backlink analysis there because what you've done there is you've looked at your competitors, you've looked at the market, you've seen how you've differed, you know where you're deficient and because you're deficient in those areas, you choose tactics that respond to those deficiencies. Um, It's also backlink analysis is not about the actual links but about themes, right? So when I look at a competitor's website and look who's linking to them and see that they're linked to by a website... I'm not just looking at that website, that individual website. I'm looking at what type of website is linking to my competitors um, and can I find more websites that fit that type. So here's a practical way of doing that, right? So assume I'm um, working for a recruitment company in the digital media sector, right? And one of their competitors is Propel, who's a, you know, I've got, you know, looking at Propel's website. So I go into a tool like Open Site Explorer and look at Propel's backlinks, right? And what we'll see there is one of the, you know, one of those links there is that they've got is for a, um, a conference they've sponsored, right? A4U Expo. Um, and the straightforward link builder would say, that's brilliant, we should sponsor A4U Expo, right? To get a, a similar link to Propel. But actually what I think I then do is say, well, what is A4U Expo? Well, it's a marketing conference. So then I'm going to Google marketing conferences and try and find as many of those as I possibly can. And actually, so that'll immediately bring me marketing conferences as well. There's another trick I really like to do where you go into Google and you put in the word related, you put a colon, then drop in a URL. So No gaps. No gaps. So to continue the example there, if I was looking at Propeller looking for link building opportunities, sorry, Propel's rival are looking for link building opportunities. They've seen that they've got a link for A4U Expo. I then go type in related www.a4uexpo.com slash London. 
hit enter and then what google will do is show me a list of websites that they consider to be similar to um that website so two uh, quick two quick points here first of all uh, th- this goes into the search box of google not, yes. the, not the address box yes and uh, secondly how did google work out what's related do we know it's hard to know for definite so it's either they're linked to by similar sites they're visited by similar sites or they contain similar content but genuinely speaking i think that search query where you put related plus your domain name.com google show you similar websites is so useful in everyday life it's so useful in the process of link building and digital marketing okay so that's you know two ways in which i think you can do link building in a more effective way first up you're looking at what types of tactics should be decided by the market. Second up, you're looking at themes of backlinks rather than individual websites of backlinks. Well, I also have got quite interested recently in the second order effect of links, right? Now, this can be a little bit complicated and sometimes it's easier to demonstrate with a diagram, but I'll try and explain as best as I possibly can. So if you imagine your website in the center and that has, you know, 100 links pointing to it, and they're the ones that if you type in, you know, sitevisibility.com into Open Site Explorer, it will show you all our first order links, right? So those are people that are linking to us. Well, actually, I'm sometimes quite interested in what I'd call second order links, right? So that's which of the links pointing to you, what links do they have, right? So a practical example of this is a client we've recently pitched to. They have a great article on The Times written about them, right? So it's a really great article. It's actually got some keyword-rich anchor text. It's a really trusted domain, sends all the right signals but if you actually look at that page of the times website it doesn't have any links right it has two links and both of those are from the the times so they're internal links right so actually the value of that link though high could be significantly higher if that site had its internal links there. So there's ways you can do that. And this is where it starts to cross over into things like link wheels, which I think are deceptive and generally don't work very well. But you go, okay, well, if I've got a really high quality link pointing to me, what can I do to increase the authority of that page itself? Can I then, when I'm writing a guest post, link to that one as well as my own site? Um, But additionally, then, it then sometimes starts to, and I've not delved into this as deep as I would like, but sometimes you'll look at a website and you'll be, why is that website doing so well with so few links, with such poor authority, such poor, you know, anchor text? And actually, if you then start to look at some of the links, the second order links, it then starts to make a little bit more sense why it is that those websites are, are ranking rather than, um, you know, the one that perceivably has the better backlink portfolio. Um, there's a great tool if you're just looking at the numbers. So you want to know, okay, well, how many second order links does a site have? It's called backlinks.in. So you could take, um, so you do an output from like Open Site Explorer of all the domains that link to you, then put all of those domains into backlinks.in and it would tell you how many links they have in total. So that's an interesting way of doing it as well. Um, and my final idea is around tracking down tipping point links, right? So quite often we'll see uh, like a client who'll be ranking like say fourth for a keyword for a period of time. And very suddenly something happens. Um, and this site, you know, say for example, the site had no technical changes and made in that period of time. And it suddenly jumps up to first place. And then you have to go, well, what, what happened at that particular point in time to lead to that that improvement now i don't always believe individual links are you know one link will change a a ranking overnight but 
in some circumstances, there will be a certain point, there's a tipping point link that leads to you um, going up. So if you notice a competitor dramatically jumping up the results, you want to know what links they've acquired recently um, to understand temporarily, you know, kind of over time, what led to that increase and can you learn from those links that are there. So actually in Majestic SEO, if you output from Majestic SEO, they'll show you the date that they found that link. Now it's not foolproof, that date, um, it quite often gets it wrong, right? So there's links in there. But if I know that suddenly in May, a client went from, uh, sorry, a rival of a client went from fifth to first over a period of time, they came from nowhere. I would be looking into tools like Majestic SEO and understanding what links did they seem to acquire in that period of time specifically, because for some reason, those links led to a dramatic increase in the performance. And then they're the ones that I really want to be concentrating on trying to replicate or build links which send similar signals to the search engines. So it's kind of, yeah, I think backlink analysis, really interesting area, some great tools out there, but it's actually a little bit more complex, um, but a lot more valuable than a lot of people appreciate. Good stuff. I have no further questions, Kelvin. As you drink some water. I'm gulping a water down there. Um, <laughs> but yes, before I lose my voice. But no, I, I mean, I genuinely think that backlink analysis is one of the least appreciated yet most powerful ways that you can build link to a website. Do you talk about it in your book, Kelvin? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's in the... Yeah, I've written a nice nice shoe in for the plug there, Andy. But yeah, there's right. a there's a, um, yeah, a free book I've written that if you might have heard me talk about before called Clockwork Pirate, which is at clockworkpirate.com. It's free to download. Um and yeah, I do talk a bit about backlink analysis in there as well. Not quite this level of detail about it mm. because I've kept it quite basic. But um, yeah, I think backlink analysis is the type of thing that you should definitely be dedicating time towards in your planning for link building. Splendid stuff. Well, that would wrap it for this episode. So um, I've been Andy White. I've been Kelvin Newman. <laughs> and this has been Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Do we know what's coming up next week, Kelvin? Um, I don't know. We don't know. Um, we've got probably interviews. Lined, interviews. We? We've got three yes. or four interviews yes. scheduled that we're trying to record over the next week or so. I hate to say when we've got interviews scheduled who they're going to be before we record them because inevitably they get hit by lightning or um, lose their voice <laughs> or um, just don't answer my phone calls. So we so won't say who I won't they are. say. But they're, they're, but they're, they're good. They're, they're if, really if they are some, some really interesting um, people who are in the diary, and fingers crossed, if they all come together nicely, we're going to have three or four amazing interviews in the next couple of months. Brilliant. Thanks for listening. All the best. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three. 256 or 150 if you're inside the UK it's 01273 256 150 and you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show also we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself well that's it for now Andy White is signing off until next week on Internet Marketing
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.